0: Hey everybody, I'm Lee McCormick. Welcome to Tramps Like Us, a Bruce Springsteen podcast, episode 141, 2023 tour, night 46, Gothenburg, Sweden. Thanks for listening and downloading the show from the website TrampsLikeUsPod.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you found it. Stay in touch with us at our Facebook group page, Tramps Like Us, a Bruce Springsteen podcast. We're back with another concert review from the 2023 Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band tour. We did a few shows from the first leg, now we've got one from leg two. Bruce and the fellows have been playing over in Europe since May and our friend Hugo Thelin was there for the 46th show of the tour, night one of three, at the enormous Ullevi Stadium in Gothenburg, Sweden. Hugo joins us to give his recap of his very first Bruce Springsteen show. If you've been following the shows in the set list, you know it hasn't been changing very much, comparative to previous Bruce tours. He was changing about two or three songs each night on the first leg. For the first night at Gothenburg, instead of the usual no surrender opener, Bruce kicked it off with the ties that bind.
1: You don't want nothing that anybody can touch You're so afraid of being somebody's fool Not walking tough, not walking cool You walk through the dark and you walk the It's time.
0: Pleasure to welcome to the show, Hugo Theline. How's it going, man? Yeah, I'm I'm great. All
2: I'm very right, excited good. to get to
0: And I said your last name probably there, right? Tholine Well, good enough. Good enough. Good <laughs> enough. You have two umlauts over the O, which is super cool. I wish I had uh, umlauts on my name, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking to Hugo from uh, where are you today? You're in
2: Sweden, right? Uh, yeah, it's a small town called Nutelia, which is like one hour from Stockholm. Uh, a little seaside bar.
0: Yeah. Tom. <laughs> nice, well welcome to the show Thanks for coming on to share your memories of the Springsteen show You saw a couple of nights ago in Gothenburg, yeah. Sweden I can't wait to get your recap of that show But before we do, let's just get a little bit of the lead up to the show Tell us a little bit about your fandom I know you're a, you're a younger fan Well,
2: hard to tell But I would say that Springsteen has been like in my life for like my entire life uh, Since my, my dad is a fan and my two older brothers are also fans so I don't really remember when I first heard any of his songs. Uh but when I first like became a real, like diehard fan was around like 2017. So like when your podcast started, I think. Really? About that time. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> was there an album or a concert or something that kind of really grabbed you? Yeah, well, uh
2: when I was like 15, 16. I I was born 1999. so I was like fifteen around twenty fifteen. Uh I started listening to like Beatles and, and Dylan, you know classic rock stuff and, and for like two years, those two were like the only things I listened to, yeah, so I kind of felt like I need something new <laughs> um and I was like, yeah well, and Springsteen I heard he's kind of big here in Sweden, so yeah i will give it a shot, <laughs> so I actually started with the greetings uh because I liked when I discovered new artists, I like to go through. Their discography, like chronologically, chronologically uh, in order, the way yeah. they put
0: them up, too. And it's kind of cool that you started being a, a Dylan and a, and a Beatles fan, and then the the kind of natural progression. Now, let's move on to the yeah. <laughs> Springsteen, who was influenced by the Beatles and Dylan, yeah. right? Yeah.
2: So, yeah, I started with the Greetings, and when I heard like Blind Body Light, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, I've been playing saxophone for like 15 years all right cool so, uh clemens pretty fast became one of my favorite members of the Easter band pretty fast uh and he has always been like an inspiration inspiration since that in my own playing stuff like that
0: yeah, that's awesome. And Clarence is so great as far as a rock and roll sax player, right? Not too yeah. many not too many really good rock and roll sax players. A lot of good jazz sax no. players and R and B guys, but as far as a guy playing like a rock and roll sax solo, like on Ramrod or something like that, yeah. where it's only like three or four notes, but it's just the power and emotion of those notes, he's the guy yeah, to well, follow, right? <laughs>
2: yeah, well those three or four notes are more like they're more soul and, and feeling in and those are like almost every like other saxophonists I've heard. So <laughs>
0: yeah, I studied jazz in college, and I remember playing a lot of performances with some of the jazz sax guys, and it would yeah. be so hard for me to tell them like, no man, like just play like the root, just play the major chord, like don't go <laughs> off on these improv things, like just play yeah. like just play the melody, right? And it's so hard yeah. for some of these sax guys to grasp it. So Clarence is a <laughs> one of those guys that really got it. Yeah, it really is. cool, man. So, leading up to this show, I guess was this the first time seeing Springsteen a couple of nights ago in Gothenburg? Yeah, it was. Uh, as I said, I
2: started listening to him like when i sorry, when I was like seventeen, like around 2017. So uh, I missed the last like tour before that. Uh, so, like, my entire fandom, I've just been waiting to have the opportunity to see him live. Yeah, uh, so it was like a real dream, dream come true. For, that, yeah. that's amazing so who did you go with, to the show with? Uh, my two brothers and one of my f- friends and my brother
0: awesome awesome. did you guys have any problems getting tickets? I know there was a big mess over here <laughs> in North America about getting tickets what was it like in Sweden when the tickets went on sale
2: there? well it wasn't that it, not on the level you have like over in the uh, States and Canada yeah uh, I, I think I paid like uh, 700 crowns and I think that's like 70, I'm not really sure the difference yeah, between the dollar and the Swedish crown, but not not too much. Uh, but I remember because uh, it was last year when they released tickets that I uh, bought all those, all my tickets. Uh, and it was a pretty fun story because I had just met my girlfriend. Uh, so I was over at her place, and like having a good time and then like oh shit in five minutes the tickets are released <laughs> and I all my brothers like oh my god we have to be ready to get a line and all that so it was but other than that it was pretty fairly easy and we didn't have like the dynamic thing that you have
0: yeah dynamic so... pricing yeah it's verified oh it's a, such a mess over here now yeah so that's cool and i noticed he's playing three shows in gothenburg yeah. sweden and it's not like he's just playing in an arena. He's playing the big fucking stadium there, which I think is like yeah. 70,000 people or something like that.
2: Yeah, uh, I think the record is like 73. Uh, was, uh, the concert where, where they had the record actually attended last year, uh, it was like 73, I think. Wow. Around that number <laughs> there. Uh, but when I was uh, seeing him at Springsteen, I think it was like 66,000, something like that. So not the record, but a lot of people.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. The, the following he has in Europe, like three shows in the stadium. Like he does that in like New Jersey, New York, here, but no, nowhere else, right? But that's yeah. that's amazing. The, the following over there in Europe. So yeah, well, he's
2: like even if if he's from states, he's kind of a, like a local hero here in Sweden. Yeah, yeah, he, he's a he's a really huge following. Uh I don't really know why, but for some reason we just love him and he seems to love us. So,
0: you know. So tell us about kind of the day of the show. You went to the first of the three nights, yeah. which was on uh, the last Saturday that just passed, which was uh, uh, June 24th, right? Yeah. In Gothenburg, Sweden. And it's the Ulevi Stadium. Is that correct? Ulevi. Ulevi yeah. Stadium, Yeah yeah cool man also tell me about that day traveling to the show I guess you guys were all super excited is it a far yeah. drive to Gothenburg from where you guys live
2: yeah well so the day before was uh, midsummer <laughs> and it's a pretty huge deal here in Sweden and uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie but <laughs> Mid- yeah midsummer tell me about that what is that is that just like uh... yeah, well it's kind of like our fourth of July where, right uh, okay we celebrate like no, most of the year is pretty dark in Sweden so we like when as soon as we have like light we like celebrate the Halloween right I got you I got you yeah uh, so it's like a big uh it might, I mean it's bigger than our natural holiday actually right we go around a big uh, pole and sing songs <laughs> <laughs> I I I would guess if you're not from Sweden look kind of ridiculous what we're doing but yeah it's a big holiday so uh, we were over at my parents' place, and it's like six-hour drive from Gothenburg. So uh, we had a party all night, and then like four in the morning, we got up and uh, started our drive. <laughs> <Nice>.
0: <laughs> wow, hardcore man, good times. Yeah. So, uh, so what, I guess you got. When did you get to the Gothenburg? Like around noon yeah, or something like, like that. Yeah,
2: around twelve
0: in the day. and well, where were your About seats? Time. Did you guys have like seats, or was it general admission? There, no, the we were in the
2: what do you want to call it English like standing place yeah in the pit mm-hmm. they call it the pit like yeah. the standing room okay. the general admission yeah. yeah okay but so when we got into Gothenburg around 12 we parked our uh, van like just outside the arena uh and then we took our like uh, we took out some chairs and some beers and then we listened to the uh, for like three hours and uh, because we could hear it like per- per- Perfectly well, sound check. Yeah, it's funny. Was and... he was he doing anything
0: weird? Was he sound checking anything? Did you recognize or any kind of deep? Yeah, cuts? Well, he
2: he played a lot of open dreams and back streets and uh, lucky town in better days. Those songs we heard. Oh, cool. And then I think it was uh, like the beginning of prove it all night, but not really sure. Right. Just like a riff beginning, and then like some time later. I don't know if it was Roy Bidden, but someone at the piano started playing uh, the intro to succession, if you've seen seen that show. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was like the best part of the thing. i like, oh, screens being seen in
0: succession. Yeah, yeah. we call that tailgating over here in North America, getting ready for the show where you're hanging out in the parking lot and you're getting warmed up, right? You're having a couple of beers, yeah. you're in that party mode, right? <laughs> you guys head into the show, I guess. Was there any kind of lineup to get into your general admission area or getting a beer, yeah. getting a t-shirt? <laughs> Did you check out the merch stands or anything like that?
2: uh we entered like the line at around five but between lunch and when we got to line we went to the merch yeah and i bought this shirt nice it's Uh, the orange uh, kind of
0: ringer shirt that's cool yeah yeah my
2: me and my older brother thought like all the t-shirts were kind of basic Just like a picture of uh, bruce like the band and and we thought it would be more yeah, we, it, it just kind of, it kind of looked more cool to have the orange shirt, so we went with that yeah. instead. Good choice. Uh, but then we realized we looked like uh, I don't know what it's called in Canada, but we have a thing called the Funkenader, which are like people that go around helping like, people with disabilities. They're wearing bright, brightly colored shirts so you can recognize yeah.
0: them, like security people or staff. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: And, and like my older brother, like you look like uh, football fans. Uh, but yeah, well, I, I like it. It's cool. So, yeah, cool. But man. Uh, we, we we got to line at like five, and I think they opened the arena at five, so we got. Uh, it wasn't like a long queue. In, I think, like we spent like fifteen minutes, and then we were in the arena, uh, and then we went like. There's this stupid thing, well I think stupid, but they have like the golden circle thing, where like there's like a small pit and then there's like a huge pit. And we had like regular tickets, so we couldn't like go all the way up to the stage, but yeah, we went as far as we could with the tickets we had. Um, So like, not at the stage, but pretty far. Yeah, and uh, we had perfect seats, we had perfect stance of what you want. Hold
0: perfect so. sight line. Yeah, 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 your viewing point. Awesome, man. So you're uh, you're getting ready for the show, right? So tell me about those opening moments. We're gonna go through the set list here, but uh, yeah, sort of the opening moments into the show where the the band walks on the stage, right? And everybody's getting going crazy. Right? Yeah, well, <laughs> we, we've been told like
2: that the show is about to start at like eight. And then like 5 minutes before 8, everyone was like clapping and going like ROOS And like screaming and going eight hey, shit But then like the clock turned 8 and nothing happened And then it was like 5 minutes past 8 and nothing had happened So like the tension was extremely high I, I, You could cut it with a knife almost uh, But I remember that one of my brothers had bought like a you know those tray where you can have beers in And we had uh, them at our feet and then some, like some older lady walked past us and like spilled our drinks. So I was like going down to pick it up, and then I was down on my knees. And then when I went up, all of a sudden Max was there, and then Nils the came up, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh shit!" And that was happening. Yeah, was kind of crazy. I went down on my knees, and then all of a sudden the entire band was there. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was. I don't really know how to explain it, but the feeling of seeing the Eastwood band for the first time was like.
0: Oof. Oh yeah, I understand, man. I know what it's like when you're a fan, and all of a sudden there you are in the same room or same building
2: with mm-hmm. the, with this band and the audience. Oh, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> it was pretty, pretty funny because like when Steve walked out, he was wearing like a, like a pirate's outfit. Yeah, yeah. Know, he picture, well, he he's, of... he's looking good on this tour, man. He's he's like got yeah. his leather pants on, those
0: big uh, big long uh, leather Italian boots or shoes or whatever. Right. Yeah. He's Wearing that big like hat with the feathers and everything. like Yeah. That. <laughs> But like oh damn. yeah. rock and roll pirates Stephen Van
2: Zandt yeah yeah and then all, all of a sudden like Bruce locked up counting one two three four and into ties that bind yeah yeah what an opening
0: right like most of the most yeah. of the shows he's opening uh, with No Surrender which is awesome a few of the shows he's put like a one song and then No Surrender I think I remember he did Night yeah. one one time which was awesome but uh, yeah very rare but you got the ties that bind which is awesome one of my favorites
2: yeah. Yeah, it's one of my favorite Also, so it was like, yeah, and also like the feeling of just like scream singing with all the like six sixty thousand people in oh, is yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and I it's mean, so it's
0: it's so cool. I love it seeing Springsteen in Europe. You know, and hearing these people singing his songs, right? This is not their yeah. their their main language, right? They don't speak English, but here they are. They know these lyrics, right? So that's yeah, it's got to be amazing for the Springsteen to be on stage and hear his songs coming back from an audience that doesn't even speak English. Yes. You know, yeah. yeah, right. So then we let's go through the set list and let's kind yeah. of pick out some of your uh, highlights as we go through here. So from Ties That Bind, we get kind of the regular set with uh, No Surrender, Ghosts, Prove It Prove yeah. It All Night, Letter to You. Yeah, well, it was
2: pretty fun, was kind of interesting. When uh, when he started with Tyson of and then went into "No Surrender," the, all the the entire arena like sang along. But when we, he started playing like "Ghost" and "Letter to You," like the newer songs, yeah, it, the tone of the area, I would not say that it just, like slowed the concert down, but I could feel like with just me and like the other die hard fans were like, "Yeah, Ghost." <laughs> Yeah. Like the, all, all you the, guys should yeah, know this all...
0: song too. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah,
2: <laughs> because when I was singing uh, like "No Surrender," there was like all the people around me, and and then when I started singing "Ghost," like, am I the only one singing here? <laughs> but I, I liked it. I, I think it was perfect uh, played. Yeah.
0: After "Letter to You," we get uh, "Promised Land" out in the street, and then he goes. Oh, yeah. in, and then he goes into uh, "Lucky Town." Which was yeah, which is was, another rare song. I don't know if he's played that this too. I don't think so. But uh... I don't
2: think so also, But uh, I've always liked uh, that song. So it's like I I don't I don't know if like I would have picked another song. But I yeah it was a good song. And also like it was one fun, fun part when he started going for the solo. And Then I, like look at Steve and, like no, you you do the solo and like Steve was like me now <laughs> and, then, and then it sounded like kind of out of key in the solo but uh, it was just like a good time yeah it didn't bother me at all because it was like a good time and i i don't really think he was ready for taking the solo but yeah it was a good good time like even though it was out of key i didn't make it mind it's yeah. like it's rock and roll you know it's not supposed to be pretty
0: Uh, Kitty's Back, uh, Night Shift, Mary's Place. You got My Hometown and the River, which are cool. Those are a couple of like audible, well, not audible, but alternate songs that he hasn't been playing much. So it's cool to hear those ones. I, well, it was kind of
2: like, My Hometown has always been like a personal song for me uh, since I come from like a small town myself. And it was just, uh, Oh, I can explain, but yeah. like the feeling of like hearing one of your favorite songs live it's like yeah, it's like singing along to like those words that mean so much to you, yeah, and I remember when when we got to like the second verse, like um yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie I was crying high, so.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, that's yeah. amazing it's it's emotional, man, when you yeah, you love these songs, and there it is being performed by the guy that write it, the guy that performed it, means yeah so much yeah. That it means a lot,
1: I'll say cheers oh. <laughs> Running with a dime in my hand the bus stop I picked up a paper For my old man I'd sit on his lap in a big old building steer as we drove through town Tasked my hair to say something, A good look around this is your hometown. It's your... bye
0: Then we go into that little section of the show where he does uh, Last Man Standing, solo acoustic, segues that into Backstreets, which is really heavy, oh. pairing those two songs together yeah. about friendship, right? So that's heavy. I was like, totally a wreck when something message. <laughs> <Backstreet's- laughs> yeah, when he's doing that part in Backstreets where he's just like, yeah, I have your old box of 45s and I, I hold it close to my heart and everything like yeah. that. And then he. Brings it down. And he starts bringing it up. Hiding on the back streets, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> amazing. Crazy. Yeah, and then like stuff.
2: because uh yeah, I feel like uh, it was like a, m- a month ago, my godfather passed away sadly, uh, and um, like the, the entire record of letter, the US been like a good, what I don't know, what do you want to call it? like a uh, medicine for like the grief. Yeah, and like just like hearing uh, his story about last man standing and like yeah it really touched me in a way uh and i know it's like he's not singing about me and my godfather but you know it kind of feels that way uh, and yeah it's just amazing how a song about he, he, him and his old band can like relate to me and my godfather like all the way here in <laughs>
0: absolutely that's but good yeah. songwriting man the way he's able to write something personal about himself but write it in a way that anyone else in the world can put their own selves into that song, you know, and yeah. have it mean something different and just as a, just as emotional to them, you know, on a different thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And I also got to say like
2: the solo acoustic version with the trumpet was yeah, amazing. And I think I prefer it over the CD version, but I still like the CD version, but I, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So,
0: And then we go into the kind of home stretch of the main set there. Got a couple of big songs, uh, because the night she's the one wrecking ball, right? And, yeah. and then into The Rising. The Rising is such a, a great, heavy, emotional a great, song. Right? Yeah. It's good with the, the arena or the stadium, right? I'm sure everybody's singing along and fists in the air, right? And then yeah. and then we go into Badlands, <laughs> right, which is just oh, another gosh. fist pumper. I can imagine with the whole 70,000 yeah. stadium people there singing Badlands, right?
2: Yeah, well, like I, I remember that it was kind of around the two hours mark when Badlands started. And I had like gotten like blisters on my hand from like clapping. Yeah. i remember like my hands <laughs> the, the day after my hand was like red means was like clapping. Yeah. But yeah, Badlands oh wasn't amazing. And, like like um, during maybe uh, 'cause the night. I remember like Neil's had had like a solo, um and yeah, it was oh. Just like doing the twirls, and like yeah, he yeah. does
0: spin arounds. Yeah, uh, Springsteen always gives Nils like one song, a set to kind of a lay down, like a blistering solo, right? You, he he'd done it in uh, "Prove It All Night," I think, before. Uh, uh, Youngstown was one, and, and of course, because of the night is the one, the feature on this tour. Yeah, rounding out the last couple songs of the set from Badlands, he goes into uh, Land of Hope and Dreams, and then Thunder Road to close out the main set, right? Yeah. Well,
2: I gotta say, like "Land of Hope Dreams" was one of the, like the highlights of the entire concert, because, uh, especially like the ending when they're doing like the people get ready, at yeah, part and all the like the choir and yeah, it, it kind of felt like I'm a, I'm not a religious person at all, but it felt like a religious experience. Same with myself. Yeah, I'm not religious at
0: all, but uh, you know, Bruce Springsteen, and the E Street Band, that's my religion. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> same. Alright, and then we go into the encore, right? Now this is awesome because you guys got born in the USA to open up the encore. He's been doing that kind of regularly on these European shows. He doesn't play that song often in in the States. I assume it's because of the connotation between that song and how it was misinterpreted. Who knows? He does it sometimes, but usually in, in Europe. But uh, I love Born yeah. in the USA, and I always wanted him to open a show with Born in the USA the way he did it yeah. back in '84 uh, on that tour. I always thought it would be great to see. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that he's actually, at least he's opening the encore. You get that break, yeah. and it starts with that big bombastic song, right? Yeah. So,
1: 4, two, three, four.
2: It was, in encore. it was amazing yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much and then
0: combine that with uh no surrender and my hometown from the main set and then that's one yeah. two three four five yeah six songs off <laughs> born in the usa <laughs> and you get four of them here in the encore with uh born in the usa going into born to run and then yeah, you yeah. get uh bobby jean glory days and dancing in the dark right in a row there right
2: yeah amazing yeah yeah, like, j- just fun party yes. time encores, right? Yeah, like- it was like everyone was like dancing and people are sitting on others like music yeah. on, on the shoulders. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was amazing.
0: Good times. Yeah. And then closing out the encore with those introductions and then yeah. a great version of 10th Avenue Freeze Out. And then that solo acoustic, I'll see you in my dreams, to uh, oh. send everybody home with, oh, which I'm, is yeah. what he's doing on every show, which is, I think, a, a great way to, to close the show with that kind yeah, of peaceful kind of uh, offering there for that encore, solo acoustic thing. Yeah. Oh,
2: well, and, like, yes, the song uh, I'll see you in, in uh, my dreams has been, like, as I said previously, like the entire record of letter to you has been kind of like helping me go through my like, grief when my godfather passed mm-hmm. away. So, and specifically that song has been one of the like most important songs. So, yeah, I was crying. <laughs> that's well, great, and, man.
0: That's well, that's yeah. not, not great that you're you're crying, but uh, <laughs> it's amazing that you well, it's, really it's feel a, that emotion. Good cry. It's yeah, a good it's cry. a good it's a good cry, right? It's a good cry. Yeah. So that's great, man. So that's the that's the show. Assuming you left feeling so good about that show, right? It was probably like a three hour concert or whatever. Was there a highlight yeah. of the night? Could you pick one song or one moment of the concert which would have been your highlight of the night? Well,
2: uh, one of my favorite songs has always been uh, Bobby Jean uh, because I have a personal relationship with the song. Because uh, one of my uh, last year I went to, I don't know what's called in here in Sweden, we have a thing called Volkskubla, which is like it's not. Uh, it's, it's like a community college, I would guess, uh, when you, you live in like, a, I don't know if it's called, but you know when we live at the school, and, yeah, yeah. Um, and I spent like the last year going to uh, such a school, and when you live at school like for a year, and, and there I met a, a very close friend, and uh, he was also like into like classic rock and like just as myself wears like 80s clothes and jeans jacket and white t-shirt and stuff like that so i played him uh, this song and specifically like the lyrics uh, we we said we had like the same music like same clothes has yeah. always been like connecting us and also like at the last day of school i actually played bobby jean uh, acoustic, I played like the, uh, uh, um, what's called, like uh, the ghost of Tom version, though you know what, the tour version, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and, I, and I played that, and uh, it was pretty fun because uh, at the concert, which I had, my friend couldn't be there, because he's like a, a doctor's appointment or something, uh, but I was going to play the song, and then like at the moment I started playing the song, I could see like he, he had just arrived, so i said to him don't start crying now but yeah after the song i could see like yeah he was he was crying and i started crying so it's always been like a personal song for me and just like hearing that song live yeah amazing and also like i haven't seen him for like a year since i quit school yeah so like when, when Bruce sings um i don't remember exactly the lyrics right now but you know when it says like um maybe some on the road somewhere and i was also train traveling along just uh good luck goodbye and all that stuff yeah oh, yeah. yeah it was like a, yeah <laughs> amazing to hear that like
0: yeah it's amazing man I, I understand that so it's amazing that springsteen isn't able to write lyrics like that and as mm-hmm. well have music that matches the emotion of those lyrics, right? Like that song is so yeah. emotional, like with the sax solo at the end and everything, right? Yeah and, the, oh, yeah. and the sort of melancholy, kind of sad, kind of happy vibe of that song, right? It really fits. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. That's it was so, amazing. Yeah. And also, another highlight
2: again was like during the they had like the classic, like when Bruce says, Oh, we gotta go, and then Steve's like, No, I don't wanna go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they would, like going back and forth, like, but we got to go, time's up. It seems like, but I don't, I don't want to go. <laughs> and then they're like starting, like, yeah, just goofing around. Uh, oh, it was a great, great. Yeah, like Glory has not really been one of my favorite songs, but just hearing it live, it was, yeah, one of the highlights. Really. Yeah,
0: it's a fun party song. Even though they yeah, dropped I mean, Rosalita, no Rosalita, he hasn't been doing that in the Yeah, time. it's kind of sad because
2: it's one of my favorite, favorite songs, also. Oh. So, but you know, I can't complain, it's an amazing concert, yeah. Here in Sweden, uh, I read like, some journalist uh, review of the concert uh, the day after. And they was like, oh, he's not as good as he used to be. And it's like, oh, the energy was so down. Uh, well, they still give like three out of five, so it's not bad, but you know, for Springsteen. But I, I personally feel like he's 73, almost. I think he's 73, at least. Yeah. Uh, and like, to just have the energy and the passion that he still has like on the concert. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm never going to take that for granted. Just being able to see that at least for one time in my life. So yeah. Whatever people say, perhaps it was better like 40 years ago, but for me it was perfect. So yeah.
0: Oh, that's great, Hugo. Okay. I'm so happy that you got to experience that. And uh, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all yeah, your, you. your memories and uh, letting us kind of, I curiously live through you and experience that show in Sweden. That's amazing, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Bye.
1: I came by your house the other day. Give me, sing the song. the show folks thanks for listening you can find us on our website at TrampslikeUspod.com. communicate with us on facebook at our tramps like us podcast group page tramps like us podcast is a non audio fanzine created by fans for fans and is available for free we are not affiliated with bruce springsteen or columbia sony records if you've heard any music you like please find it and purchase it from bruce springsteen.net amazon your local record store or wherever music is sold as always, gratitude and respect to Bruce Springsteen and all past and current members of the heart-stopping, pants-dropping, hard-rocking, booty-shaking, earth love-making, Viagra-taking, history-making, testifying, death-defying, legendary E Street Band. you for a beautiful night. The E Street fan loves you. And we'll be back for another spectacular on Monday night.